are the religious innovations. Every religious innovation is a going astray and all of it leads nowhere except to the fire of hell indeed. We seek protection in Allah from his anger, his punishment, and his fire. Ameen. My dear brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, Indeed, if you were to try to count the blessings and the favors and the ni'am of Allah in your life, you would never be able to do so. You would never be able to count all of the blessings that Allah has given us. However, mankind, the human being, is truly an ungrateful creature. When we look at our lives, we must ask ourselves the question, is there much to be happy for? And the answer for each and every one of us, no matter where we find ourselves in life, the answer is yes. Because if we were to truly examine our lives and examine all of the times that we have cried out to Allah and have asked Allah for His assistance, and to make things clear, or to protect us, or to help us, or to give us something from this dunya, or to give us knowledge, we have found that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has certainly answered all of our calls. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already informs us that there is no slave and no servant who calls upon Him except that He answers. And either He gives that servant what He asks for, or He saves it for him for the day of judgment, or he protects that servant, male or female, from some calamity that was going to hit you in this life. So any moment, day or night, that you raise your hands to Allah, and you call on Allah, and you ask for His assistance and His help, you ask for an increase in your risk and provision, for sure Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has responded to each and every one of us. However, you find that as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in that ayah, that certainly the human beings, you are ungrateful creatures. We are ungrateful creatures. We do not show Allah the shukr and the gratitude that belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Instead, when you speak with the brothers and sisters, you find everyone is crying out that they are suffering from depression, and everyone is crying out that they are suffering some, from some form, of, some form of anxiety. And indeed, depression is real, clinical depression. And indeed, anxiety is real, clinical anxiety. But the depression and anxiety that you find the majority of us are complaining about is completely connected to our lack of gratitude for the blessings that Allah has given us in our lives. Those who are depressed are so because they are focused on the past. What has happened in the past, what passed them by, what they hoped to attain that they didn't, what they believed they deserved that they didn't receive. And those who are suffering from anxiety, the majority of us, they are living in the future. They are anxious for what awaits them. They are being hopeful that they will attain something, whether worldly or religiously. Because we have no power for the future. Neither do we have any power to change the past. But as a result, what happens? We end up failing and losing the day. If we lost today, we are losing the value of today and what can be acquired today, what can be gained today, and what we should be thankful for. There are some of us who believe that this life is a paradise or can be a paradise for us. That is what social media presents when you scroll and you see people living fabulous lives, eating fabulous food. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not deceived anyone regarding the reality of this world. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran very clearly, Allah has said, certainly we will test all of you, everyone, with fear and hunger, with loss of life, loss of property, loss of relatives. But who will pass this test? So give good news, O Muhammad sallallahu to those who can bear these difficulties with patience. My dear brothers and sisters, Allah has already informed us that if we are alive and we are on His earth, that He will send to us fear, hunger, poverty, difficulty, and loss of life and relatives. So why do we become shocked and astonished? Why do we allow ourselves to entertain ideas of how come this is happening? Why is it happening to me? What did I do to deserve this? Allah has already told us that comes with being a human being and walking and traversing the earth. Trials, tests, calamities. And for the believer, his position is even more difficult. For indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests the believer with things that he does not even test the non-believer with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in Surah Al-Kabut, Do you truly think that I will allow you to walk through the earth and say, I believe, I believe, and I will not test you? I will not test to see if you are true to that statement? If you truly love Allah and His Messenger? Do you think that I will just let you roam and frolic through the earth making these claims of faith and belief without putting it to the test? Indeed, every single human being will be tested and tried in this world and the believer's test is even greater than the non-Muslim's tests. The Prophet ﷺ was asked when one of the companions came and visited him when he was suffering a fever. The companion, he said, I entered upon the Prophet as he suffered his fever and I went to touch his head and I could feel the heat emanating from above the blanket. I could feel the heat of his fever coming from above the blanket. He didn't even touch his forehead. And he said, oh Messenger of Allah, certainly this is a very difficult thing for you. The Prophet said that the Prophets, their tests is multiplied but their reward is also multiplied. So the companion, he asked, who from among the people are tested the most? The Prophet, he said, the Prophets and Messengers. Then he was asked, who next? The Prophet, he said, the Righteous. And then the Prophet, he continued and he said, that the righteous individuals are tested with poverty to the extent that they will only find a piece of garment to cover their nakedness. This is how Allah is testing the righteous. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests them in their poverty to the extent that you will find from among them some who are only able to find a piece of garment to cover their nakedness. And how do you think they receive this difficulty and these challenges? The believers, not you and I, but the believers. The Prophet, he said, وَإِن كَانَ أَحَدُهُمْ you find from among them those, they rejoice at the calamity like you rejoice when you get ease. When things become nice and easy, we rejoice, alhamdulillah. We like to show, we like to post, 
when things become easy, we rejoice. The prophet, he said, those who are tested, those believers, those righteous individuals, they rejoice in calamity as you rejoice in ease. Allahu Akbar. That is another khutbah in and of itself. Rejoicing at calamity, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us yaqeen and certainty and faith. For indeed, it is certainty and faith that allows this to happen. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika shadu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Alhamdulillah, Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala nabiyyina Muhammad amma ba'du. When we look at the calamities in life, my dear brothers and sisters, every hardship there is a blessing. And there are three blessings in each of them. And I believe that if we focus on these three blessings, whenever we face challenges or hardships, we'll be able to manage it better and overcome them better. Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu anhu, he said, whenever a calamity or trial reaches you, remember number one, it could be worse. Whatever difficulty touches you, recognize the first blessing is that it could have been worse. You wake and you stump your toe, know that you could be sitting in front of the doctor and they are amputating your toe for some illness or disease. Whatever the situation you are going through, know that Allah could have made it worse. So say Alhamdulillah and give thanks. The second blessing is that whenever something happens to us in this world, Abdullah bin Abbas, he said we should recognize that Allah has blessed us to make it occur in our worldly affairs, in our wealth, our job, our, our livelihood, our politics, our neighborhoods. Alhamdulillah, Allah has allowed the, the, the trial and the tribulation to happen in our worldly matters and not in my deen. What is worse, to lose your job or to lose the salah? To lose the community or the neighborhood or the house that you like or to lose the love of the Quran? To lose some friendships and some associates or to lose the pleasure and joy you feel at fasting in the month of Ramadan. When the trials and tribulations come, give thanks to Allah that it is happening in your worldly affairs and not in your religious affairs. Because it would be a bigger musibah and difficulty for someone not to feel moved at the words of the Quran. That is, that is something we should be worried about. And last but not least, Abdullah bin Abbas, he said, and the third blessing found in every single trial and tribulation that you face in this world is that you should give thanks that it is happening in the dunya and it is not happening in the akhirah. My dear brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing you with something, a loss of health, loss of wealth, loss of relatives, loss of position, threats. Alhamdulillah, the trials and tribulations is happening in the dunya and not on the day of judgment. Alhamdulillah that Allah is testing me here and not on the day of judgment by causing me to walk upon my face or by causing me to be dragged into the fire of hell with chains. Give thanks to Allah because indeed the Prophet wasallam has told us that the believer, male and female, that they continue to be tested until they walk this earth without any sin. And this is the point, my dear brothers and sisters. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing us. But as long as we have faith and we are able to maintain our iman, then know that each and every hardship, even if it is a thought that bothers you, is a form of purification, inshallah. So if we reconsider ourselves and our position, if we reconsider where we are in our lives and what is happening around us, 
then certainly we will find that there is much to be grateful for. And last but not least, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the cheat code or the hack as the young kids call it. They like to know hacks, easy way around, shortcuts. Allah gives it to us when it comes to receiving His blessings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, if you are thankful to me, I will certainly give you more. But if you are not thankful, if you are ungrateful, then know that my punishment is severe. The formula is simple. The more grateful you are to Allah, the more reasons Allah will give you to be grateful. The more ungrateful you are to Allah, the more reasons Allah will give you to be ungrateful. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us gratitude. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from among His servants who are shaqir. We ask Allah to make us all love one another for His sake. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to heal all of those who are ill and who are sick. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi akhirati hasana wa qina adaba na. Rabbana innana amanna faghfir lana dhulubana wa qina adaba na. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وأكرم صلاة